welcome to Kids Village, the podcast. My name is Sam, co-founder of Kids Village and host of this podcast. Kids Village is the UK's first special magical holiday village just for children with critical illness and their families. And this podcast is going to follow our journey to building and opening the first Kids Village. On this episode, I'm going to be talking with the other co-founder and driving force behind Kids Village, my dad, Gary. Hi. Welcome, Gary. Hello. How are you doing? Hi. Oh, very good, thank you. Very good. Good. So I think it's best to probably start at the beginning. Where did Kids Village come from for you? Where did it begin? Where did it start? Okay, that's a good question. Um, it's a while ago now. Um, we'll probably go back to when you were nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you were diagnosed uh with cancer a thing that i'll never forget called rhabdomyosarcoma yeah which is a funny interesting bit was um the doctor dr toman in their village um not long after you'd come back uh with a diagnosis rang me up and said uh, whatever you do don't look on online because mm-hmm. it's all negative and it's not true and of course i had looked on online. <laughs> <laughs> And it was the most everybody does. Yes, it was the most doomy and gloomiest um, few minutes of my life, really, because it was all very negative. So uh, that you know, the chances of you dying were very high. That was the sort of uh, start of it. So we went through a, a year of treatment with you, with chemotherapy and radiotherapy. And one of my uh, strategies was to give you something to look forward to. So we made a picture board, if you remember. How, how could I forget? Yeah, <laughs> I do remember. And I think the picture board, it was sort of what you wanted to do uh, when you were well. Um, mm-hmm. And there was swimming with dolphins and there was, what else? I can't forget exactly what was on there. Well, I'm really annoyed at myself because you basically it. said I could do anything. I, I yeah. should have kept it for one, but I wanted to get my ears pierced. I was like, <laughs> how, what, how stupid is that? Could have come up with something way better. But yeah, Florida was on there and something with dolphins and, and Disneyland and yes. everything that a nine-year-old girl wants to do, really. So obviously, as part of my focus, I wanted to deliver that for you if, if everything went well. So we got in touch with... There's lots of support groups um, as you go through these treatment, thankfully, in all kinds of uh, different areas, and they were very, very helpful. They were called Christian Lewis Foundation at the time which I think yeah. now is the Kids Cancer, kids cancer, char- kids can- kids cancer Charity. Yeah, yeah, we've struck up with them recently, which is great. Uh, but they had a situation where they had a, a, a link with a place called Give Kids the World. Classic name, classic American name, <laughs> Give Them yeah. the World. And, but an unbelievably brilliant foundation based in Florida and took poor kids, sick kids with life-threatening diseases to Disney. And so... That's where it all came from, really. And we, you know, fortunately you came through, but it was, you know, touch and go at times. Um, and we went as a family there. Ooh, forget the date now, but it would have been October. I, I think. think it was 2004. 2004. Not that that's massively relevant, but that I'm pretty sure it might have been 2004 that we went. Um, but yeah, for me as well, that I don't know how, I don't know if I've ever asked you this, but for me that was quite a pivotal moment. Um because I'd spent so long focusing on hospitals and appointments and generally just surviving and <laughs> being okay. Yeah. And that sort of that sort of tipped it. And I, I think that's why it stayed with us so strongly, because it was a real 
because it was a goal for us and then it was a really pivotal moment you know I remember I wore a wig obviously because I didn't have any hair that place because I knew that there was going to be other children there the same as me was the first place that I I mean it took some convincing from you and mum I think but I took the wig off and I I went out with my short hair yeah and that was a real it's such a tiny thing but for me that was really big at that moment I think it was a it's pivotal for all of us. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh no, we've started an emotional, an emotional start. How many years? I know it's really weird. It feels it. It really feels like a different life to look back on now. It does. It really does, but. I think the kids, the kids' village was fabulous, wasn't it? There was lots of things for you to do, and surely oh. uh, the memories are just—you know—you can probably reel them off as a child. Yeah, it's well. It was the thing that I that stays with me now is the small things. So yeah, Disney was great, and we we got a pass to go to the front of the queue, which you know the queues at Disney are a joke. So for us, as quite an impatient family, that, that was really it quite was good. Um, it, it was a bit because you got to just scoot past everybody um but it was the things like the um amusement park so there was amusements and obviously if you normally went you got to oh mum can i have a pound can i have 50p to put in it no nope, they're all free you literally hit the button and go that was yeah. magic as a, as a kid and the ice cream parlor where it was free and i could have ha- however much I wanted at any one time. So, you know, there was 50 different flavours yes. and I could walk in and have any. And there was a beautiful pool. There was... Uh, everything about it was magic and special. Like, you would be walking down the street and a, um, a Mickey Mouse or a Minnie Mouse yeah. big character turns up. It was It was just... It was designed completely with children in mind. And the chalets themselves were beautiful and we had the biggest bathroom with these big lights around the mirror and... The kids, that is, when I say we, yes. yeah. The kids was the special room and the parents was, hey, it was fine, nothing wrong with it, but yours was special, which I think was, was really, really good. And so the kids' village was the inspiration, really, and I thought, well, if you came through, I've got a billboard. <laughs> <laughs> And, and that's what's so special for me about Kids Village is this is something that we are so passionate and so emotional and so tied to, which is why it's so important and why it's going to be so amazing. The other thing that is quite uh, important, I'd say, and really special about our scenario is what you've done in your business life, in your commercial life, is all around English holidays. Yes, building building cabins and lodges in forests, really. Yeah. So when you think about it, the synergy of it coming together, of us saying, let's build somewhere in the UK. Ten, We said this, how old am I? 26, when I was nine. So 15 odd years ago. Yes, we, we talked about it, but it's become more real in the last five years, really. Definitely. But that's something we, you know, you, you, you speak about your dreams and your ideas. And that, and that was something that we'd mentioned. And then that plus your years of experience of doing this in a commercial world yes puts us in such a unique and brilliant position it does and i think it you know i'm very fortunate to have some fantastic people i've worked with you know architects and designers and uh, builders um, 
you know, lots of different types of people who can help us along the way. It's very, uh, very helpful because we're not starting from scratch at all. No. I think, um, you know, one of the most challenges because we want such a beautiful location is, is planning. Um, mm -hmm. But we're, we're well on with that and uh, well on the way to uh, making it real. Yeah. And, and I often look at it from like a, how will it feel? How will it look? Um, all of that perspective and you look at it rightly so a lot of the time through logic you're like how is this going to work how are we going to get that built how are we going to get that designed etc yeah. etc but what do you when you think about it I don't know if you even have allowed yourself to think about what it will feel like what will it look like how will people experience it yeah I think um, you know uh, I'm a strong believer that it's not that important for the kids actually um, when you're when you're young, you focus on different things, which you've just said. You know, I think uh, you know you'll focus on ice cream, you'll focus on sweets, you'll focus on you know very here and now. I think what what I would like the little magic, yeah, the little magic, and and we can make that happen very uh, easily. But um, you know, it, we can. I think the bit that I'd like is that there's a lot of friends and family, and they need quality accommodation to enjoy it and relax and have it something really quality mm -hmm. uh, so you picture something really i i have used the term in the past about kids village kids luxury so like yeah. comfy sofas and you know a fire and yeah. countryside yeah. and cozy and, and real and genuine so you can engage with the british countryside it's very therapeutic to go for a walk or you know to get yeah. out to the outdoors but come back to a really luxurious nice quality cabin that, as you say, yeah. has got a fire, a nice sofa, lovely TV, that they can relax and, and as you said previously, you know, get away from the hospitalisation and, and everything around that. Whilst it's important and it's critical to your uh, wellness, it's also part of your wellness and balance to go away and spend quality time as a family. And in that, you know, year or two that you're having treatment, it's rare, really rare. To spend time as a family, properly. Yes, it's part of the healing process, I'm convinced. And I think Kids Village will be a place that ha can have a really positive impact on the mental health, both of the child, the sisters, the brothers, the cousins, and yes. the parents, who it has affected every single one Everybody. of them in some way, um, which often is forgotten about. It's the, it's the child, and, and believe I was the child, uh, believe you me, Kids Village will focus on that child and give that child some fantastic memories, but we're about a whole family experience because we understand that you know every every everybody's had a tough time the sisters haven't had as much attention the parents haven't had time to themselves financial there's so many yeah, different there's times you know there's often times you can't work yeah know? so massive financial pressures as well that's why we need it to be free yeah it has to, to be pay, you know they don't want to pay for it do they you know they want it to be uh, well we want it to be to be free of charge but it's you know it's it is important that um you're also with like-minded people. You know, we were quite positive. Your mum was very good, got you to school every day. But, I, you know, noticing different children, not everyone went to school because of the hair, because of situations there, they became insular. And when we were talking to some of the doctors, one of the key points is, is to uh, get the child as normal as possible. Going to school is important, might have a bit of ridicule, but get over that. And, and make life as normal as you possibly can so you can reintegrate quite easily rather than be withdrawn and find that integration hard. And I think the kids' village will take a step towards that with the families and the, 
and the child as well meeting other families and meeting other kids in similar situations and injecting some inspiration positivity togetherness yes. into them yes yeah yeah i think i agree we're kind of touching on it now um but what are the key could you name the key values that you feel really strongly about for kids village you know it's, it's easy to get lost in the building and the planning and all of those things but what do you hold on to well i think you're absolutely right you know one of my sayings as we built uh, the company forest holidays was you know we can build these fantastic buildings but what makes them come alive is the people it's the people and the experience and the service and that's where i would want to focus but i think the key values are you know very much like uh, my own and yours really you know genuine it's a real genuine experience we don't need to get too flamboyant we don't we're not quite as a flamboyant as the americans you naturally the so world, yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll have some we'll have some glitz and glamour but you know it won't be on the same scale as theirs i'm sure but nice genuine experience happiness mm-hmm. you know children should laugh and play and do things and we want them to do that so happiness is important and uh, hope really mm-hmm. i think they would be and grateful you know gratitude is another one that you know grateful for what you can get what you've got and what to look forward to yeah i think i agree with all of those it's it's, it's hard not to that's all uh what is will be in the foundations in every sense of kids village what would you say um it's difficult because both you and me have very big ideas and big dreams and we always believe that they're going to happen and they do actually because of the way we are and the way we work but a lot of people would look at what we're trying to achieve you know there's a huge amount of money we've got to raise we've got to obviously get the planning through which we're both confident will happen um what would you say to those people who are questioning is kids village possible is this just a dream are you you know how and why do you think it's going to happen um well number one there's a massive uh, need you know there's no good building something that isn't required we've done some research you in particular being around the hospitals and being around the charities and and talk to them about you know would this be something that they could use and i think you know the resounding information back is we could fill it several times over um yeah. so there's a massive need that's the number one so if there's a need, we need to make it happen. And uh, I have no doubt. It's like a pyramid uh, for me. And you go, you know, you go to the top. And the hardest bit, the base, for me, is planning in, beauty, in British countryside. There's so many hurdles and obstacles to overcome. And this isn't the time to, to bore anyone with those. But we've probably jumped 20 of them already. Uh, and yeah. there's probably another 10 to go. Uh, but once mm-hmm. we've satisfied the uh, authorities and the, uh, the relevant people, um, I see it happening quite quickly. I think the, 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 once yeah. that base is done, which it will be done, by the way, we are working on it and we're probably a year into that. Once that base is done, mm-hmm. I think the rest of the pyramid will happen very quickly because it's such a good yeah. cause. There's a lot of supporters we've got um, and um, we can deliver it through expertise very quickly and we've got some great people on board yeah i agree and and for me it's also it's like i said at the beginning it's stemmed in passion yes so if we are passionate and uh determined and committed to making this happen as quickly as we possibly can and as well as we possibly can so (laughs) it's my my mindset too is is of course it is 
There is no doubt. It will. It, it's just it's just time. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're designing a different type of road at the moment <laughs> just to get over some planning so conditions. But, exciting. So, which is hilarious, but we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, there's nothing... Every time I get a little turn, and as I said, there's been about 20, if I, if I wrote them down, we just find a way. Yeah. And, and that's the key. Uh, don't give up. And the way that we're working at the minute, just to um, share a little bit of that, is that your focus is on that, which is such a huge thing. And then I'm sort of in the background preparing everything for once that is released and we're ready then we've got everything ready we're good to go we've got a great website we've got supporters we're starting to raise money and awareness and um, have ambassadors and all of these things um, including this podcast which is a big part of that and we'll be we'll be ready to go yep absolutely which is very exciting what part of the process other than opening because that's a really obvious answer are you most do you most enjoy or you're most looking forward to well, I'd probably, I'd probably say one of the, one of the uh, most rewarding things was watching you. <laughs> watching you <coughs> and your sisters playing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Playing in the water fountains at the kids' village, mm-hmm. and when and when I opened uh, the first Forest Holiday site, which was a huge achievement in the Forest of Dean, one of my great memories was walking around, hearing people laughing and enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So that's a big part for you. That's it. Yeah. Family and friends, laughter, having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. <laughs> Well, I think um, the point is, you know, we're passionate, aren't we? We we don't talk about it in this way very often, um, so it, it, it's not it's not easy. No. I've got a final question. Um, this is a bit of a rogue question. Um, when you were a child, what is the part of going on holiday that you used to be so excited, most excited about? Because I always I always find actually it's not the things you expect that children are excited about. I used to love the car journey or the plane journey. That bit was my favourite. Yes. I don't know why. Well, I think I think the journey is because it's very exciting because you're going on holiday with your parents and you're probably spending more. You know, you rationalise it later. So I'm 55, so we're going back 50 years. You rationalise, but then, then you think to yourself, well, what was it that you look forward to? And the things that I remember are the things that we talked about earlier, which is the little mm-hmm. things stupid things and I, I genuinely believe the kids I think you could be in a tent and they don't care if they're with their family having a great time and they've got sweets or something magical to hang on to it's, and it can be very small and that's what you're focused on which is great because they just need a few anchors on the holiday it could be sweets it could be Mickey Mouse it could be an entertainment something that is quite magical They'll, they'll remember for the rest of their life. So it's those things, you know, when I look back, we went to North Wales for 15 years. Hollyhead is not the most um, flamboyant, brilliant place in the UK. It's awful. <laughs> you know, it, as, a, as a town, mm-hmm. it was pretty damn awful. Most things are run down. There's not much open. Did I care? I never even thought about it until I'm older. Didn't care. I had great fun with my friends. We went on the beach. We did, you know, went in cold seas, 
but it was all magical because you know there was sweets or there was something just daft things that stick in your mind like you said when you went to the kids yeah. village it was the the pizzas or the ice cream or playing amusements for nothing mm. little mm. things and i think we can make them happen for for the Definitely. kids I'm, I'm i'm absolutely convinced of that and i've got some mad ideas <laughs> things that the kids will like and the parents too you know I've thought about having chocolate shops or, you know, like that same essence of it being free. Because as a child, yeah. that is something you can't do. You don't have the ability no, to get the... things that you want no. because you don't have any money. You have to ask. But if you can just walk in and they say, you can have whatever chocolate you want, it's like, oh my yeah. God. Oh my God, yeah. That's <laughs> and they'll probably take an a... hour to choose. but <laughs> Yes, because they're not used to the choice. Yeah. No, I agree. I think those are the little special moments that, uh, that we can make happen, really. I think... Um, yeah, can't wait, can't wait. Great stuff. Well, thank you very much for talking to me. I'm sorry it was quite an emotional one. Um, it was probably yeah, always going to be. No, no, you don't need to apologise. Um, and yeah, I'm sure we'll speak to you again on this podcast, maybe on uh, more specific uh, parts of the journey. Okay. We'll speak to you next week. See you, bye. Bye.